I don't feel I don't feel vulnerable like going in with it um, until like they look at me like it's horrible. I lose an opportunity to like show them my rate, you know. Like so, what one joke that could like strip you naked could be what sells you. That guy at the party, you know, who's like <laughs> do it, you know, do it too much. It's just. I don't know why this this like d- doesn't make me feel good. Um, <laughs> I have bad bad feelings, right? Ah, exposed. A podcast where comedians talk about vulnerability with your host Deanna Kobe. Thank you so much for tuning in to Exposed. This is the podcast where comedians discuss what it means to be vulnerable on stage through their art. And we're here today with a very special guest. Um, This comedian is a powerhouse of the Jersey City comedy scene, produces the porno comedy show, uh, show us your bits, uh, comedy events, right? Extremely talented, extremely funny. On top of that, a phenomenal person. Um, none of those are the reasons we're talking to her today, though. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to have her on as my first guest for Exposed because this person exemplifies demonstrating vulnerability in art. When I first saw them perform, I admired their willingness to tackle any topic in comedy and then compounded by watching them on Instagram which their handle, uh, Ange Overshares, is exactly why I wanted to have the wonderful Miss Angela Sharp here today. So, Angela, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. That was such an introduction. Wow, I loved it. My favorite, my favorite ever. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, it's all true, like I said. Um, and again, I really appreciate you being willing to do this. And that's, uh, like I said, all of those things are true. So I wanted to just first start off um, asking you, has this ever happened to you where you met someone who doesn't do comedy and you say, oh yeah, I'm a comedian. And their immediate sentence following when you say I'm a comedian is, I could never do that. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Where do you think that comes from for people? Um, a lot of times, it's all, for me, in my experience, it's always been like people who have like way better jobs than me. <laughs> It's like the dentist that's working on, actually, that just recently did happen. Um, and I think it's a, I, th- I think it's a, it's a respect thing. It's a um, acknowledgement of, of the, of the courage it takes. Um, because I, I do think it takes more courage to do comedy than it takes to do a lot of things. Absolutely. Um I think particularly because I feel like, you know, more so the second part of your answer, yeah, the courage it takes. I feel like comedy is really a way of leaving people vulnerable. Um, one, you're physically vulnerable, like you're you're just being on stage, having people look at you, so you're physically being judged. And then you have that compounded by you're talking about oftentimes really personal or emotional issues. So you're leaving yourself vulnerable to critique of your jokes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's always the chance that you're going to bomb your face off. 
that fear of like that first experience? Like when was your first time on uh, date? My, my first time? Oh, uh, I, it was at the um, East, uh, East Village, wait, Eastville Comedy Club? I, I don't know. And um, it was a while, a long time ago. And I, it was an open mic. There were like three people there. And I, I had like all this material I'd written like a full fucking five minutes. It was like in my heart and in my head and I was so ready. And then I got up there and I forgot everything. And I, the, the thing that I did to cover was I asked if they wanted to see my pussy. <laughs> and and one guy was like, yeah. And I just like didn't know what to do. So I got off oh my god <laughs> horrible horrible i learned i learned that that's my default though when i'm scared yeah Just, yeah yell if, if, you see your pussy yeah yeah that that's my default <laughs> why do you think that's so interesting that's your default especially i have a note too and like the notes that i was writing before i we talked about how comedy is exposing you're emotionally naked, but it makes me laugh what you just said because you're also then being like, all right, I'm already fucking naked here. Might as well look at my pussy, you know? Yeah, give I'll give you what you really want. Let's yeah. let's get down to brass tacks. Who fucking cares about comedy? Let's see some pussy. Because <laughs> I, I knew that they wouldn't, they weren't going to, you know, you get up there and you feel like no one gives a fuck about what I'm going to say. You know, like you have to make them give a fuck. And like, I, I just felt like all of a sudden, like I wasn't, I wasn't prepared enough for them to give a fuck. But like my pussy, however, that they would give a fuck. <laughs> Literally. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, yeah uh, I don't know I think though it's hilarious like I said like how like that's an awesome power play I think grab that shit back be like you know what motherfuckers because I think too like isn't that something as well like you are putting yourself out there so like especially your first time and it's like what's wrong with being supportive you know but yeah yeah I, I don't I, I agree with that I think uh but I think too much support is dangerous because then it's going to make you want to do it a second time. Uh -huh. <laughs> you just shouldn't, you shouldn't do it the second time. I think there's a lot of people who shouldn't do comedy, but that's another podcast. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Well, that's actually, well, I'm glad you brought that up because that could lead into one of my other questions I wanted to ask. Because again, do you think that comedy, you're naturally vulnerable or do you think for other people, it's they're cultivating their vulnerability by really trying to push through their bits? Because you see a lot of bravado with comedians. Like, you know, and that was something too, like thinking about being willing to talk about being vulnerable, I don't know if it's something every comedian would address and say, I feel vulnerable. Do you think comedy leads naturally to vulnerability? Uh, I think it can. I think it can certainly like make a person get to know themselves more, you know? Um, and when you get to know yourself more, you become more vulnerable. But I think some people grow even more opaque and they like, uh, they, they lose their vulnerability. Um, and I, I see it work in both ways. I see people who get more vulnerable, like be better. And then I see people who like, you know, put up a, put up a more refined, polished guard who get better. Um, I see, I think like a lot of like club comics, uh, 
or like cruise ship comics. That's the like, that's the non, well, I shouldn't say that. The, the, it's like the cruise ship comic who's like the not vulnerable one, you know, that can just like spout out the jokes and like the one-liners and, um, and that's fun to watch, but I think vulnerability on stage is more fun. That I wanted to ask you too, especially because like, um, I feel like when you see people who like, if you are performing, like say on a cruise ship, there's a very specific type you have to fit, right? A very specific mold because you're getting everyone. So you're really kind of like confound to like what you can not talk about. So thinking about this idea of being willing to talk about anything, you know, um, pushing those boundaries that definitely is a huge place of vulnerability because like you have to think about again those comics that are working on those cruise ships they're comfortable in their position but they're limited in what they can talk about so yeah how about like again for you like where do you find your opportunities to push people and kind of expose things that we collectively are as uh, vulnerable to in society uh i think it starts with like you got to look at where you're a hypocrite i think like you know look at your own like flaws and your own hypocrisy uh and work from there you know like one of the songs i do is about you know being a feminist but also like hating my dude's ex-girlfriend and it's things like that that i think people relate to and uh relate to the most um and like it, it like breaks their guard down, you know, because it's like, oh, you, I, I feel that way too. Haha, <laughs> maybe I'm not such an evil person, you know? Give us one line from that joke, that bit with, um, you know, give us, I feel like what would be that one line in that bit where you're like, you're hip, ultimately hypocritical, like you're a feminist, but this is really um, where I'm going to fucking get this bitch. <laughs> um, we believe that women oh we we me and my husband believe that women are by far the superior sex equal opportunity should be a given except for his ex <laughs> it's got a rhyme <laughs> not but yeah i i like the, the i'm like stuck right now because i've run out of things that i'm like a hypocrite about so i gotta you know i'm working on being more of a hypocrite mm-hmm. like a, so i can write a song what do you think about like um this idea though especially to like what about talking about really controversial issues how do you approach that because i feel like that's also a way because like again thinking about doing comedy i don't think it's just about the comedian's experience of being exposed it's people and exposing all this like other shit you know what i mean like like you said hypocrisy not just lies within ourselves the hypocrisy within our society but those jokes tend to make people a little uncomfortable. Oh, shucks. Yeah, yeah. I I've personally am a comic who, like, I can only do things. I only talk about the things that I'm really passionate about. Like, I'm not going to talk about an issue that I, that's, like, relevant in my life. And, and a lot of comics do that. They'll just, like, take the news and, like, make jokes about the news. But it has to be, it has to be, like, really personal for me to talk about you know yeah no it's i think like because right that's what uh art is is supposed to be an extension of your voice so you know and comedy sometimes gets a bad rap as being an art form yeah 
as as wait so you're saying so have you heard that you know like comedy is like you know like a stepchild compared to other art like oh painters oh. or musicians um you know sometimes people i feel you know you get a little like looked down on you're a comedian I'm like what yeah i don't believe in that i mean especially like now now having lived like the first six months of like really going at it where you're at open mics every single i mean like it's like a sport like you like you're hustling you're going you know you're going to the open mics you're going to the shows and you're you're writing i think that i think that comics work really really hard harder than a lot of uh artists i would say i would venture to say yeah. but i think that the reason we get a bad rap is because um because we're nasty <laughs> and 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 a lot of us are shitty people um uh but as far as the art form it's the art form itself is good it's the people in it that give it a bad rap i think but do you think it's the people who are in it are so willing to just show all sides of themselves? Which again, it's like getting back to this idea. Vulnerable is like you're exposing yourself for weakness. You're exposing yourself, right, from all your flaws. So thinking about, do you think that though all those people like are drawn to it, you know, and that that it's just making them, or they're just really just scumbags? And unfortunately, that's the realm. Um, I don't know. I think that bad people tend to do comedy. Uh, like, it, it, it takes a bad person to do comedy. Is that, is that like a horrible thing to say? It, it takes, it takes, and, and not just like bad, like it takes someone who like has a lot of uh, things going on inside. I think that comedy is really, really like to, to be able to make a whole room full of people laugh. You have to have a, a, like a lot of shit going on, you know? inside there's got to be a lot going on you can't be fucking i don't know i don't know and you have to be willing to expose yourself but it, it does amaze me when i see comics who don't get who just like have it they they've got it they can make people laugh but they're not i don't know anyway i they're I not necessarily track. like showing all of their true colors they're only showing like yeah. part of their you know right. yeah yeah I feel like, I like, and then you think about, like, I feel like there's so many layers, too, because then you think about, like, physical comedy, like, your whole element of bringing your body in, because um, I feel like you're uh, definitely much more physical than a lot of comics out there that I see, like, you know, which, I, I don't know, I think that physical comedy is really hard to do, because I think that ups the level of how much you're willing to expose yourself. Yeah, that's where I feel the most like butthole clench moment. Yeah. <laughs> I and and everyone, like act outs, like no one wants to see that unless it's really really good. And people, I think that like when you get into stand up, you see like Kevin Hart and you know, Cat Williams, like they're all like extremely physical and you think it's going to be easy, but it, it's it's the you you're just like that guy at the party, you know, who's like do it you know doing too much it's just but i have jokes i have those jokes and you have them i do oh my god you guys okay yeah so angela has some jokes because we wanted to talk about you know how especially when you're really putting yourself out there you as a comedian might have a joke you perform where you are so fucking uncomfortable your butthole clenches up 
And then I asked her also to share a joke with us where the audience is so fucking uncomfortable, their buttholes clench up. So Angela's here and she's, like I said, we're just so excited that she was able to join us today and talk about this stuff. And I want to know, Angela, what makes your butthole clench up? We need a little sound effect for that, right? Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. I you So, okay. So I've never done this for an audience before. Um, I say as I disappear. Okay. Uh, no, yeah, I haven't because it's that it's that butthole clenching, and it's also like an act out. What do I do? Do do, do I do it? Do it. Um. Okay. I don't know why this this like d doesn't make me feel good. Um, <laughs> I have bad, bad fee, bad pee fees right now. I'm so excited. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Everyone is so excited for you. It's also like not, it might not be funny. Okay. Uh, so, um, I, I used to, I, I, so I'm, I'm an actor. I used to look at, look at me talking to my audience. Okay. Uh, I used to go on like auditions where I had to be naked and like now my body is like still the same as it was when I like before I had my baby but I have to stand like this <laughs> and then I have to do the act out where I stand the way I need to stand to look like a skinny like a like how I, and with my <laughs> boobs so and then and then if i so if I, that means if i ever got cast in a film where i had to be naked uh i would have to walk like this and then i i walk like like the weird kind of look like a little bit of a penguin thing going on <laughs> it's like a but it's like it's like a hunched it's like a hunched uh but chest out it's it's a lot there's a lot a lot going on oh my god and you've never done that no i've never done it i'm scared oh my god you so have to do that next time i see you perform do it because okay. yeah. <laughs> like you guys like again if you've seen angela um she does move a lot and that's awesome because again you're not gonna see that all the time um, you're definitely not going to see that at the open mic level, but like when you look a lot of comics that are out there that everyone admires, they're not physical. It's not a common thing among, so it's awesome that she has this avenue, plus her musical comedy is fucking I, hilarious. I, I didn't know that I move. You move. You definitely move. You move a lot. I move a lot. Yeah, I'm trying to great. move more. I like movement. Do you know? it. Yeah, I, I, especially I feel like it's a really good way to be weird. You know what I mean? Like really, yeah. like I like to impersonate whales, and it's just kind of like that's a way to make people uncomfortable. And it's kind of like this is so fun. I just love everyone's butthole clenching up at the same time. Is that what you do? Do you 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 pretend to be a whale? I do have a weird. whale impression. It's really good. <laughs> I think I need to be in front of you in person. It's like much, you know, really good in person. It's hard across the Zoom screen. That, that, that was pretty good right now. Face. I want to know about uh, what joke do you feel that you can do and you, you like to do, but you don't do often because you know the audience. 
You know, because I feel like, I don't know, unless you're a comic, you steer into that. Some comics steer into having the audience's buttholes clench the entire ride. I don't know what you're... Um, I, I, I like to have the, the audience on my side. I'm not one that likes to challenge it too much. I'm, I'm a pussy like that, but, uh, but if I, if there's like an older crowd or like a more sophisticated crowd, I can't do this joke with like younger crowds, but like a more sophisticated crowd, I have a joke about my dead mom and like, it sucks the air out of the room. And then sometimes i'm able to win them back but sometimes like i i've killed my set so it's a it's always a risk i take yeah, yeah. did you want to share that joke or do you not want to share well i will okay, good. here we go okay angela sharp we got some angela um my mother drank herself to death and then <laughs> 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 which is which is my favorite thing to tell a room full of and then I either say like drinking people or smiling people or whatever they are. <laughs> uh, white people. <laughs> and then, and then, um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, but it's cool. Like it's trendy. You can walk into someone's kitchen and see like a dish rag that says, this may be the wine talking, but I love wine. It's a disease. The alcoholism is a disease, you know. You're never going to walk into an Alzheimer's patient's home and see, like, an oven mitt that says, this may be the Alzheimer's talking, but who the fuck are you and why are you in my kitchen? That's, that's, my, that's my joke. Sometimes, sometimes, like, once, once I've brought up my dead mom, the rest, I'm just... It's, it's awful. It can be so awful. And like, I don't feel, I don't feel vulnerable, like going in with it. Um, until like they look at me like it's horrible. And then I'm like reminded of how horrible it is that I have a dead mom. It's like the worst thing to happen on stage. Yeah. It's a chance. It's, it's a chance. I take. It's a chance, but I think on the outcome like if you don't take that chance what do you think if you again you're not willing to take those chances what would be the outcome um if you don't if if i don't do that joke when i know a crowd would go for it uh i lose an opportunity to like show them my range you know and i think that sometimes people can be so taken by a person's like rain like you know they showed me this and they showed me that and i got and i felt emotional and i felt that like that's the kind of person that they're going to want to follow or tell their friends about so um at least i think so what one joke that could like strip you naked could be what sells you to a person you know yeah no i think that's absolutely true and i think especially too like talk well being willing to share something like that on stage and then try to make a joke of it you know what I mean? Like, it's like, you're, there's so much hard work that's happening. Um, which I think kind of, again, speaks to the uh, frustration that if anyone ever talks about comedy not being a real art form, it's like, no, I think it's more important now than ever, particularly because we are living in a climate that is really tense. Um, it's really volatile. People are fearful and comedy you know we've talked about how comedy is like a survival mechanism right to kind of just keep pushing on and 
how people, when you're willing to talk about all that stuff, that is hard. Like again, sharing that you're talking about loss, you know, and make a joke of it that it's okay and you can still move on and do what we need to do. I think it's so important. So um, I wanted to ask as we start to wrap up, um, because again, this idea of talking about things that are hard and being willing to be vulnerable, compounded by living in a time of this idea of cancel culture. How do you think cancel culture uh, may impact um, people's willingness to do comedy about topics that are, you know, uncomfortable for the audience and they're, and how is it going to impact their willingness, you know, comedians willingness to be vulnerable? Um, I feel like, uh, me, if a comedian is going after something like a topic, like, you know, the Me Too movement or, um, let's say, uh, they're no, they're talking about like sex with little boys or something. Um, it's they. It's less about, I think, for at least for male comics, it's it's less about like I'm going to be vulnerable, and it's more about like I'm going to be edgy. Like now, comics have an opportunity to be like to be like edgy, you know, because they're they're like skate they're skating around the cancel culture. But I also. I also feel like for me for me personally uh I'm terrified of it. Uh I'm terrified I'm like what I you know I have like one joke about uh about you know white guilt that like I hate doing and it's so and it's my it's super mild and like I have a few jokes written but I like I just feel like I can't I cannot say them out loud because I'm, I'm terrified i'm it's not about my thing is like it's it's not about getting canceled it's about like pissing off the people who cancel I, you know i don't know um i don't think i'm at a stage where i would get canceled uh but i am afraid of uh, i am afraid of it i don't know why yeah well i think i you know it is it's worrisome because especially like you know, um, how much muck you have to work through with jokes. Like you were talking about act outs before and how effortless, you know, Cat Williams, you know, they make, um, he makes it look, but how long it takes, how long it takes to practice that. So you think about like any joke, like, you know, how you were talking about, you have a joke about white guilt, like how long it takes to um, craft the joke. And it's like, it might take a lot of, uh, misdirection before you get to where you want it to go and it's like god forbid you're caught in a position you know mm -hmm. I, I worry about this idea of cancel culture because it's like we have to be willing to make mistakes we have to be willing to be open and we have to be willing to forgive right so we mm -hmm. can all be better and we if we're all vulnerable and if we're all willing to hear people who are trying to share their vulnerability i think we could really be better and i think comedy is such an important avenue for that yeah, you right, exactly. We we need our sandbox, like leave us alone to a certain to a certain extent. We need to be able to play. I like that. I agree with that. Um that but that's not that's not to condone like, you know, racism right. or homophobia. Well, like outward stuff like that, but like 
I, I was just about to say something that would get me canceled right now oh. on your podcast. <laughs> I, I won't say it. over the joke though, and it's like now I want to know what it is. So you'll have to tell me privately. I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we are a bunch of sickos, aren't we? Um, <laughs> no, yes. but I think yeah, no, but. Also, too, I think part of it is also not just the people who are, this is, I think, what a big part of it is. So you have these dictards that say stuff on stage, right, that are like, come on, bro, why, like, they're is openly misogynistic, openly racist, because they are edgy, I'm so edgy. It's like, yeah. go fucking eat your Subway sandwich and shut the hell up. And it's like, they're just doing it, you know they're just doing it because they want to be provocative but the fucking part that kills me is all the other dick turds that like encourage that or isolate them and protect them you know what mm. i mean like it's like where's then where are you gonna allow this person time for evolution when they're sitting in alone in the corner with their thumb up their butthole they could think about maybe then i shouldn't be saying these things yeah yeah i always leave i i leave if someone's like just being a fucking asshole on stage and what you're talking about, I, I get up and leave and I try to make it a very strong point that it's because of their set. Yeah. I don't know. Do you find though, because I feel like that's a really powerful act too, because now you're sticking yourself out there because especially too, part of being, you have to be willing to like also kind of play the game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 And then to look like that person, but like, then you gotta go. You gotta go outside, and you gotta think of something sh funny to shit on that person. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And there is a vulnerability in that, for sure. Uh, like in in saying no and standing up and saying no. It's like the bully, the bully thing. I don't know. No, it absolutely is. Because then it's like then you're sticking yourself out. You know. And especially, too, depending upon who, I feel like, too, it's, like, depending upon how funny someone is. Like, if someone's really, really funny, sometimes they're more protected, you know? So that's a much more powerful stance by you standing up. So it's, like, what are you risking for that? Yeah, the room hating me, for sure. But you know what? You're willing to show it, right? And be, like, this is what is authentic, and put it fucking out there, balls to the wall, and you're gonna be so much better off than those dick turds because they're just gonna be stuck in a fucking flat plane of evolution of consciousness. And who wants that? That's terrible. Anything that you wanna share about, like, again, thinking about what's the next way you're willing to be more vulnerable on stage? What's the next way I'm willing to be more vulnerable? Um, I think I need to do more act outs. Uh, the, you know what it is? I, I have a, like, I have a weird thing about talking about my body, um, and like talking about, uh, how it's changed and like, you know, the, the body thing for women is hard, you know, like I, I, I don't want to draw attention to things, but I have jokes about them because, you know, that's where, that's where the bullshit lies, you know, it lies in my fucking baby gut and you know uh, but i have a hard time like with that joke because it it draws attention to that area oh yes no i know what you mean i have a joke um actually it was a tag that someone gave me after i did a show i was talking about um 
someone getting punched in the pussy or something. And then the guy was like, yeah, talked about what a fat pussy of her. He's like a bunt, you know. He's like, you know. I was like, I will kill you. You know, but it's like, <laughs> that's what happens. You're like, one minute you're trying to do a joke and the next minute some fucking dick turd is talking about your bunt, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but i want to thank you so much for doing this um again it was so i really appreciate it i appreciate your insight i appreciate your comedy i appreciate your um how hard you work at the the grind it you know and again everybody if you don't already follow angela on instagram you must follow her at ange overshares her content is so connectable and yeah there's just so much feeling it's just it's really nice to fucking feel something on instagram as opposed to seeing someone's fucking heavy and tuna sandwich on a tuesday oh i like i like that you know it, it can feel indulgent um to to post like that but uh, thank you for saying that no i think it's like i said i think it's really helps connect people, especially if there's such a, um, right now, a modality of communication. So it's really wonderful to come across people who are authentic, especially on social media, not just in life, you know, like all across the board, this chick is for real, the real deal. So I thank you again for being my first guest on Exposed and sharing your willingness to be vulnerable. And I thanks everyone for listening and I hope you all have a wonderful day. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Bye, Ange. Bye.